0: Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development
1: and growth. Hey, New York. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? How are you? I'm doing all right, Ryan. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. I was on your podcast. Now you're on my podcast. So it's the circle of life here. (laughs) (laughs) No, true that, true that. (laughs) So let's kick it off with you telling everyone, you know, who you are, what you do for a living and then uh give us a big win happening in your life right now. My name's Noor Kidwai. I'm a comedian and uh yeah, my
0: big win right now is like, well, I guess uh I'm living out in Toronto. I moved back here right after like the kind of pandemic ended, which uh or like the lockdowns and restrictions ended, which was a little bit later up in Canada, but uh Yeah, big win right now is like I had a goal when I moved back to Toronto. Once all those restrictions were done, go start a show, get it rolling. I wanted to have a weekly show, and honestly, I did it and I had it going. And like now, I got a weekly show here in Toronto where I can
1: uh, practice my comedy and uh, just keep getting better at it. Were the uh, your first show back? Were were there butterflies? Or maybe there's always butterflies. I don't know, but did you have were you nervous a little bit?
0: Ah. No, not really. Uh, like I, I was like uh, lucky enough to like kind of perform a lot throughout the pandemic. I, I, I always went to like places with the least restrictions a lot. But like Toronto's kind of the big city where, in like in Canada especially, I kind of need to be here for opportunities and stuff. But no, I, I don't know. I'm uh, the butterflies aren't uh, that big these days. It's more butterflies when I have like a really big show that I'm kind of nervous for, right? Okay,
1: and when you have those butterflies and nervousness, how do you? Get yourself in the mental in a good mental state before you step on stage.
0: Oh man, for the last like probably fifteen years is how long I've been doing this. I've been practicing a lot of like breathing exercises, so I'm I'm really good at like slowing down my breath and uh, just being able to calm the anxiety if the anxiety starts coming up. And like another tip, I actually tell a lot of people, especially young comedians, is like anxiety is so close to excitement. So it's like you can really like switch anxiety over to excitement, but you just have to kind of tell your body like, hey, instead of being anxious, hey, I'm excited, I'm excited. And like if you kind of use your breathing to kind of slow down your breathing and then like kind of change it to excitement, you can really do that. And like excitement's a lot of a better emotion to
1: go on stage with, right? Funny you say that because i was actually going to say that because the optimized program i'm going through one of the tips they give you for dealing with anxiety or nervousness is it's very similar like you said to feeling excited so it sounds kind of like oh you're trying to trick yourself but it actually does work you know combined with the deep breathing yeah uh, that's uh, a good recipe I've, i found it to work mm-hmm. no it's uh it's honestly something i live by and
0: yeah, like uh, over the years, i just gotten really good at like slowing down my breath when I really need to. And uh, sometimes I do like box breathing, which is like you breathe for four seconds, like inhale, hold it for four seconds and exhale for four seconds and then hold that for four seconds. And like it's just a natural way to just slow down your breathing,
1: slow down your heart rate and just like get yourself like calm and ready to do whatever you need to do. And for everyone listening, you know, you might not be going on stage to do comedy, but we all are in situations where, you know, nerves come into play, whether it's a big presentation or public speaking or a social event or something like that. So this is the the deep breathing and, and uh, you know, reminding yourself that the nervousness is very similar to excitement and just reframe it. It's very, very, uh, very helpful. All right. Nora, I know you're big into morning routines, so uh, help us understand what do your mornings look like.
0: Well, my big morning routine right now is called the morning pages. So basically every day when I wake up, you know, I like to usually slam back a glass of water and then I go straight to my uh, journal and I just do, I write three pages. So it's like a big journal where you write three pages. It probably takes me anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes and it's just like a free writing exercise. But I do that every single morning. And, uh, yeah, like honestly it's, uh, for an artist i think or anybody who's in a creative field i think this is just so important because it really just gets your mind focused on like just getting that output out in the morning and it uh it like gets your like creative juices just flowing like this it, it works for even like people who are not writers or anything just any kind of creative field it really gets your creative juices flowing and it, it turns into a little bit of a meditation for me too because first thing in the morning I just give my complete focus to this uh routine and um yeah it also like it gets me to like kind of learn about myself because when you're journaling I I know you like journaling a lot so I know you probably know this like when you start journaling the more you journal the more you kind of find out about yourself about your day about what you need to do in your life about things that you're kind of um missing out on or things that you're doing well on and uh, yeah so honestly this morning routine thing I've been doing it for over a year now and I've like this has been the one morning routine I've been able to stick to that's how I know it's just really powerful because I just haven't missed a day I've tried like a lot of other uh, morning routines with like meditation or breath work or stuff like that first thing in the morning and I just was never ever able to stick to it. But this one, it was like, bam, every day I do it. And it's just helped my writing so much because later on in the day when I have to sit down and start writing my jokes or writing for any kind of other project I'm doing, it just comes out a lot easier. And it's just so much easier for me to focus on to, on my work just because I did that first thing in the morning. So you're kind
1: of training your mind that, hey, this is what you do. So it it just really helps So. I'm glad you're sharing this because some of the feedback I get on the morning routines is that some are so uh, daunting and, and uh, especially my guests that have like two or three hour morning routines and you know, you have to find what works best for you. So not knocking their routines at all. But what I'm saying is that if you're someone that wants to start a morning routine, but you're just, you just don't know if you're ready for the longer routine, your routine is perfect because literally all you have to do is get up, grab a piece of paper and just start writing. And so I, I, I like that. It's a very simple, straightforward routine that and you're right. I think journaling is a really big deal. I don't write a whole full page. I have like a little small snippet on my cards where I'll write down like my intentions for the day or my affirmations. So you, you're Ooh. basically grabbing a page and you're just letting your thoughts flow for for how long? How long does this go for? well i do three pages
0: so it's uh, it's three three pages yeah three pages every day and then it's uh, and it usually takes me about 10 to 15 minutes to write out those three pages but yeah it's just like you just let it flow and uh and like yeah i got it out of this book called the artist's way and it's like a really good book for anybody who's in any kind of creative field and i and this i think it would even help people in the business world as well if you're if you're in a business world where you want to be a little bit more creative but this is just like a such a good exercise to get your creative uh, juices flowing and um yeah and like one thing like a lot of people notice when they do this exercise is like once you get to like the page and the half uh in the morning pages, once you get to like write about a page and a half, that's when you start getting some juicy stuff coming out of your unconscious in there. You know, like some really deep stuff sometimes comes out of those morning pages and you, yeah, you really learn about yourself and like what you want in life and your direction of the life you're going. It's
1: such a good way to kind of like set a compass on like where you're going in your life every morning. I was actually going to ask you why, not just, why three pages, not one page, but I think you just answered it because it takes time to get things going. It's like starting a car in the dead of winter in New Jersey. It takes a little while for that engine to, to get warm and going.
0: Exactly. Cause like, uh, you'll notice your first page sometimes, even when you feel like you don't have anything to write, that first page is just like, uh, you just kind of have to push through it. And then once you get to the second page, you're just kind of flowing. And, uh, it becomes a lot easier. So like that
1: first page is kind of get through the junk kind of stuff. Okay. One more question on this, and I'm sticking to your morning routine a little more than usual because I feel like this is a very doable morning routine for everyone listening. And so for anyone that is listening that's kind of on the fence about a morning routine, I feel like this is going to speak to them. So I've got one more question for you on this one. Do you ever go back to the journal? Do you ever read your previous entries and just kind of just go skim through them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes like I I wait like a – usually I wait like four or
0: five months before I do that. But yeah, when when I have like actually done that, sometimes you, it's kind of interesting because sometimes you see like old fears that you had, that you were working on, that you're like, oh, I actually did really well. And then other times you just see patterns where you're like, oh, I keep uh, kind of coming back to the same like issues or problems or habits, let's just say bad habits sometimes. And when you see those, it like you become a lot more aware of them and it becomes a lot
1: easier to how to work through them okay so i've got a question about being funny i read a book once not too long ago i listened to it and i can't remember the name of it but the author was trying to convince the readers to inject humor it was sort of like a business book sort of sales business relationship building and he was arguing that humor is important in any conversation sales or just regular conversations and so he was giving tips like what do you what tips do you have because i I do like to ask about tips on the show what tip or tips do you have for for being funny in everyday conversation
0: like i think there's like two like tips like uh one you have to find a way to just kind of be natural you know, like that's, a, I think that's like just the big thing is just like being able to feel a little bit more natural and calm in your own body because then that then you can actually let like funny flow through that. But then another tip I would say is like you have to like be able to like listen to people and be aware of your surroundings because you're not going to find anything funny if you're not like present if you're not paying attention to like the surroundings around you or the people around you like how are you going to tell them a joke that they're going to laugh at if you don't even know who they really are or what they respond to so like i think and even in business and comedy i notice a lot like the people who are who like can make it the farthest are usually very present they're very in the moment and they listen to people like I do a lot of fricking shows where like Russell Peters was doing the shows like 20 years ago and just killing it. And like a, a lot of people remember that dude. And like they always say like, oh, Russell Peters always remembered my name. Every time he came down here, he always listened to me and he always like actually like try to listen and hear what I had to say. And that made them like love him a lot more. And then it also makes him be able to make like deeper jokes with people because they're actually like
1: more engaged with them. Right. Which there, I mean, what you said being present, being aware, uh, making people feel special. I had this thought the other day, like in restaurants that I go to regularly, like I should know the waiter or waitress's name, but I don't because I don't ask about, I don't ask her name because I don't want to come across as a weirdo. Like, hey, what's your name? You know, but maybe mm-hmm. I'm being. Maybe that's the wrong move uh, and hearing what you're talking about. It's definitely the wrong move. And like,
0: uh, I kind of like came into that a little bit later in my comedy career, because sometimes I do the same clubs. Like I'll do the same comedy clubs, like once a year, sometimes and I'll go back there the next year. And there's still some of the same staff and stuff. And it's like, I remember back in the day I used to go back and I'm like, Oh shit. Like, I don't remember any of these guys' names or anything. And that's just like, you know it's just kind of unprofessional, and it's like you know they kind of remember you usually because you you're like I'm on stage every night, kind of thing, so like I remember I started working on that like remember people's names, pay attention to them, and when I started doing that, my comedy also took off a lot more because I became a person who pays attention just to the world a lot more, and when I did that like then I started seeing a lot more different patterns in a deeper way that I can make funnier jokes from it. And uh, I honestly think for business, that's such a huge thing, too, because like if you're in a company and you start to pay attention to stuff, the more you pay attention, you're going to start seeing patterns and uh, different things more than other people. And that's going to be able to,
1: you know, you're going to be able to benefit from that in whatever way. I think just being interested in people, that's like one of the number one rapport building habits is. Don't try to make them interested in you. Just be authentically interested in them, and that will naturally build rapport. Because people like, like we said before, they like to be uh, listened to. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I've got one last question for you, Nor. You just seem so laid back, and and I, I like the comedy. Like you know, you're the, the in the world of comedy and such a creative art, and such a uh, something that people uh, I couldn't imagine getting up on stage. But I'm just curious. Like through your lens, what the meaning of life is from from all your experiences and where you're at now and and your world. Like, what's the what's the meaning of life? You know, like, and you've been on my podcast. Like, my podcast is called
0: God, Yay or Nay. This is the kind of questions I kind of ask like a lot of people and explore in my life a lot. Honestly, like, one big thing about life, I think, is like there has to be some sort of self transformation. We have to change in some sort of well, way. I think that's a part of like the meaning of life is like finding some sort of like self-transformation in ourselves to kind of reach your highest self. And I think we're all on different kind of ends of this, like uh, in different stages, let's just say. So it's like not to be like, oh, like everybody has to have their own, like, or everyone has to reach some same level at the end of their life. It's like, no, I, I just think there has to be some sort of movement in the way you're becoming like more realized, self-realized in your life and transforming in that way. Cause I don't know. I think that's kind of like uh, a little bit of the meaning
1: in life is to try to find that. Love that. It's like, to me, like the personal growth gap that Ed Milet talks about and some others, you know, where you're the version 1.0 and you're trying to get to version 2.0, whatever that looks like for you. And that in between part is the gap. and And how do you close that gap? And that's through like your pages and meditation and other things. So perfect answer mm-hmm. thanks nor yeah no worries fun. where should we send people if they want to they want to hear your hear your comedy or learn more about you where should we send them
0: uh, if you want instagram is at Noor Kidwi. that's n-o-o-r-k-i-d-w-a-i and if you like uh talking about stuff like transformation self-transformation my podcast is uh god yay or Nay. and uh yeah i have i've had you on there a few episodes ago and just uh yeah had a lot of uh cool uh guests like from different fields and uh my whole tagline is grow transform become and that's kind of like uh yeah it's kind of how i look at life a lot and the this, this kind of subjects i'm interested in perfect thanks again Noah. hey thanks buddy thanks for listening to the morning upgrade podcast Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.